Thanks, everyone. You can, you can sit down. Bless God. There's so many cool themes this morning. Anyone catch all those, all those themes, all those, I don't know, purposeful, uh, you know, purposeful things that Jesus was doing this morning, Holy Spirit was doing in our lives, went before us. You know, and I think, I don't think, I know that, um, you know, the, the, the assurity and, and the security in knowing that, you know, that he's always going before us. He's, he's always in front. He's always, you know, taking the lead, you know, carving the path. You know, like, how, how good is that? Tell the person next to you, that's amazing. Because that's what he does. You know, that, that's what he does. Amen. And he's doing that this morning, you know, and, and you know, prophetically he brought, he brought out, you know, a song which is, just, you know, which is scripture that, you know, just to let your light shine. Amen. Let your light shine. Because the glory of the Lord is what? It's risen upon you. Amen. And we're going to talk about the glory this morning. Which, you know what the glory is? It's the goodness. It's the goodness of God. The glory is the goodness. Amen. And and I, I, I was it communion I did last week. I think it was, but communion. I, I talked a little bit about Moses and this desire that he had for more. This desire that he had for a greater experience of the glory, the the goodness of God. Amen. You know, and mum was right before when she said that, you know, that, that, you know, there's more to come because there is more to come. And you know what? That needs, that needs to be, I guess, like a, a, a mandate or, a, or a, you know, a way that we conduct our life, a, a part of our, our value system, if you like, is that we should always be in the pursuit of more. Never be settled because he isn't finished. Amen? We should always be in, in the pursuit of more. And so I want to share about the experiences of Moses this morning. Um, he had lots of experiences, um, as, as, you, as you all know. But particularly around this, this, this question that he asked the Lord, and that is, Lord, please show me your glory. Amen. So before I do that, we'll pray and um, just ask the Lord just to bring more. Just say, Lord, bring more. Holy Spirit, we just desire more. We just desire more. So, Father, we just thank you for this opportunity to be around and in your word this morning. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you're here, that you're opening our hearts, opening our ears to, 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 to learn, Father God, and to bring revelation, Father God, of your word. We thank you for what you want to show us this morning through your word. And Lord, again, I always, always, just always need to pray just to come against distractions, come against thoughts, any plan of the defeated to, 
you know, to rob us from what you want to reveal to us this morning. So, Lord, just bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. And we'll start there in John 10, 10. You know this scripture well, which says, The thief comes only in order to steal, kill and destroy. He's right into that. But he's defeated. Someone say he's defeated. And it says, I came. Someone say, I came. That they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. That's a good word. Tell the person next year that's a good word. And you know that, that that's the desire of the Father for our lives. Amen? That's the desire of the Father for our lives. And you know what? There's, we, we know there is so much going on in the world right now. And who, but who knows is that the world needs to know this. The world needs to hear this. The world needs to comprehend this. But you know what? Unless we get it, they're never going to get it. Unless we understand that it is the desire of the Father's heart that we have a life which is full until it overflows, an abundant life, a life that we enjoy, the world is never going to get it. Amen? So we, we have a purpose. We have a calling, you know, and it is to be the light of the world. The world needs us now. Someone say the world needs us now. But it's real easy because of the circumstances and the stuff that's going on and has been going on to, to kind of get bogged down by that. Has anyone kind of felt a bit bogged down? No, I'm sure everyone has, you know, recently. You've been bogged down like this. It's heavy stuff. You know, now we've got, you know, the stuff going on in the Ukraine. Like, it's heavy stuff. But we can't be bogged down by that. What that kind of thing needs to do is it needs to cause us to shine even brighter. But unless we get this, unless we understand that it is the desire of the Father's heart for us to have a life that we enjoy, that is in abundance, that, it's, that is to the full until it overflows, the world's never going to get it. Amen? Come on, it's his desire. Someone say it's his desire. See, we need to get to a place where we, we are accepting nothing less than the life to the full till it overflows. We can't accept anything less. Amen? Yeah, and so what I want to do this morning, like I teach a little bit. That's, that's kind of what my background is and I guess, guess the gift of God's placed on my life is to teach. So I want to teach you some things this morning through this story about Moses that we can, you know, that, that, apply, that we can apply to our life that will draw us into that place of glory and goodness that he, he desires, in our heart, desires in his heart for us. Amen? You know, so it's quite often, though, like I said, we, 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 we're going to face things that make it, can make this difficult, can make it a difficult thing to accept, you know, but we need to push through. We need to push through situations that, that we find uncomfortable, that we find scary, that we find, you know, or, or in the natural don't necessarily align with what, you know, the, the scriptures say our lives should be like. 
okay? We, we, that doesn't mean that, that, that it's not truth. It doesn't mean that it's not like that, that, re, that reality in the natural isn't truth. It just means that, like we've shared a while back about, we need to push through into that higher truth. Amen? And this is the higher truth, a life that we enjoy, a life of abundance, a life to the full till it's overflowing. That's the higher truth. But sometimes we need to push through circumstance. Who knows that? Amen? We've got to push through things. We've got, we've got to, you know, push through, you know, health issues, you know, financial issues, relationship issues. We've got to push through those things to experience the desire of the Father's heart for us. And the reason Jesus went to the cross. Amen? So who knows Moses, you know, in, in his experience had to push through a very scary situation. All right? Plenty of them, actually. The things that he, you know, the things that he could see, the things in the natural. Let's look at this scripture in Exodus chapter 19, verse 18. It says, now, imagine having to push through this experience. Or push through this to experience the goodness and the glory of God. Look at this. Now, Mount Sinai was completely in smoke. So this thing was like an erupting volcano. Most people run from volcanoes if they've got any sense. However, Mount Sinai was completely in smoke because the Lord descended upon it in, a, in fire. Its smoke ascended like the, f- the smoke of a furnace and the whole mountain quaked greatly. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke and God answered him by voice. Then the Lord came down upon the ma- uh, Mount Sinai on top of the mountain and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain and Moses went up. Some would say right there, he's a bit of a madman. You know, like you think, okay, volcano erupts and like they're pretty intense, but I, I can imagine this could only have been even more intense, okay? Because this is the Lord descending on the mountain. Amen. <laughs> think about that for a second. So, but he had to push through a scary situation. He had to, in the natural, things that he could see to experience the fullness of the glory of God. So we need to as well, Okay. Amen. So what, the first thing I want to say to you is this, and if you're writing notes, you can, you can write this down. But, but what we need to be doing is we need to be fearlessly approaching God and asking for more. Fearlessly approach him and ask for more. Because this is what Moses did in Exodus 33, verse 18. And I did share this scripture last week when I was taking communion or doing communion. Verse 18 of Exodus 33 and he said, please show me your glory. Someone say, please show me your glory. So Moses pushes through what he's seen, a mountain on fire, quaking, God ascending on it, smoke built, like, like it's intense. He's pushing through what he's seen. He's fearlessly approaching God. He gets to him and he says, hey, you know what? Please show me your glory. Now, I know a lot of things went down in between. Like, it's an amazing story, okay? But he's pushed through and said, please show me your glory. See, we need to have that attitude. We need to fearlessly approach him and ask for more. 
And then in verse 19, it says, Then he said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. I will make all my goodness pass before you, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. And, you know, and just quickly, like you think, again, like I said last week, this has got to be the most audacious request ever known in the the history of mankind. To say, hey, please show me your glory. Please show me your glory. Think about, like, and again, you know, think about the experiences that Moses had already had with the goodness and the glory of God. Like he'd seen some pretty wild stuff. But he understood that there was more. He understood that there was more to experience. Amen? He didn't settle. We can't settle. Someone say, I'm not going to settle. So you might think, you know, might sit out there and you know, well, life's pretty good. Going all right. You know, everything's, you know, ticking along nicely. Don't settle. And there's a reason that we can't settle is because the world needs us not to settle. See, this, is, this goes beyond us. And in our comfortable little lives, this goes beyond us. See, it's about fullness to overflow. What's the overflow for? Or the overload. The overflow for. The overflow overflows for the world. <laughs> Come on. The overflows for the world. Amen. He asks for more. Someone say, I'm going to ask for more. You know, we, we have to be in that mindset. We have to have that heart, that desire to go for more. See, this, it's key to, to the, the fullness of the experience. It's key to the overflow. Look what, look what happens next, Exodus 33, 20 to 23. It says, but he said, this is the Lord speaking, But he said, you cannot see my face. You cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. Verse 21. And the Lord said, here is a place by me, and you shall... Here is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock, so it shall be while my glory passes by, that I will put you in a cleft of a rock and will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take my hand away, and you shall see my back, but my face you shall not see. This is intense. You, can, you cannot see my face, for no man shall see my face and live. You know what I get from this? Is that we haven't seen anything yet. Think about that. You cannot see my face because no man can see my face and live. So we haven't seen anything yet. There's, there's, there's so much goodness in God that if we experience the fullness of it, we would literally die. Like that, That's what's happening here. There's so much because we couldn't, we couldn't handle the goodness that is in the Lord. 
How wonderful is that? That's why we can't settle. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to comprehend, isn't it? Like there's just so much goodness that literally if we, if we experienced all of it, we'd you know, drop dead. It's kind of hard to comprehend. Well, yes and no. Because, right? you know, you ever um, you know, think, think about people, you know, that you've done good things for, and, all right, like, you know, any, anyone who it is, you know, strangers, neighbours, whoever it is, like, you, you've done something good for them, and they're like, no, 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 don't do that, you know, like, no, 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 you can't do that, you know, like, why are you doing that, you know, like, no, no I don't deserve that, don't stop, what do you, has anyone ever had those kinds of experiences, you know, like, Anyone? A few people? They don't understand goodness. You know, like, me and the boy, just like we have this thing and we've done it. Oh yeah. We just kind of like mowing people's lawns. We've done maybe three or four, four maybe four different lawns in our neighbourhood for different people. And even like just a couple of days ago, there was a lady out the front on a bit of a hillside of our street. She's, you know, slogging away trying to push a lawn through like, you know, metre deep grass. <coughs> and we're like, boys, we can't have this. All right. And that's the other thing. I just really can't handle it when I know don't, it's just the old, like, the old kind of guy in me. I just can't handle it when women are mowing lawns. Um, <coughs> <laughs> all right thanks honey i just can't handle it all right i know women you know anyway we're not going there all right <laughs> politically incorrect no that's okay but i just can't i just can't handle it but anyway so but, but you know what we i went over there and we said you know what can we do this for you i've got like a thousand sons we can we can handle this this is new to the street she's like are you sure no, you don't have to. Are you sure? Like she was like unsure of how to manage the goodness. You know, and the first reaction is, oh, I'll pay you. I'll pay you. You know, like, no, 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 no. You don't have to pay us. You know, just let us do this for you. He's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, let's just let us do this for you. So we've got the lawn done. And sure enough, she comes out with a fistful of cash trying to give us money for doing all this. And no, no, we're just doing this. You know, welcome to the neighbourhood. So we... We can't, and a, a lot of you know, a lot of the time, people just can't understand and can't receive goodness. So that's when we read a scripture like this, where we, we think, you know what, like, there's so much goodness in the Lord that you know, if we got it all at once, we would, we we could drop dead. All right, it's kind of you can, yeah, we can understand it because when human beings, like our nature, isn't all that great at receiving good good things. Is this, is this okay to say? Yeah. Amen. So the thing about this, and I, I want to get to this real quick, is that we, we can't be complacent. Okay, we can't settle. Someone say, I'm not going to settle. Okay? We, we, we can't be complacent. You know, we, we need to be, like when, when someone offers you things and, and does things for you and, and you receive it, like obviously, we're, you know, we're grateful. All right, and 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 I'm not. No, there's not one single person out there that isn't grateful for the things that the Lord has done in your life. Okay, we have to we have to be grateful, but we can't be complacent. All right, 
what I mean by that is complacency can become this this like it's like a wall that impedes us from a transformational move of God in our life. Okay, because that's what this is about. The glory, the goodness of God is is it's about Him giving us or, or, or us having a transformational move in our life. One that completely wrecks us, completely changes us. Amen? So we, we need to be extremely grateful for what God has done. But, you know, there's often this, this, this tension between being extremely grateful for, for what has already happened in our lives and having this, I guess, holy dissatisfaction. Okay? It makes sense? It's, it, it's this tension. We need to be extremely thankful but also have this holy dissatisfaction until a move of God happens that transforms our lives and that matter in an entire city. Because once that happens, once that transformation happens, that overflow is experienced, then the city's transformed. The world is transformed. Amen? So Moses had this holy dissatisfaction. He had it. He had all these incredible experiences of, of the glory, of the goodness of God. Like, you know, like I said, like manna from heaven, pillars of smoke by day, pillars of, you know, the Red Sea, like the, the whole Exodus thing. You know, like it was wild. It was wild. He had this, he was grateful for that, but he had this holy dissatisfaction. He's like, he was thankful to God, but you know what? He knew there was more. He knew there was more to experience. Please show me a glory. Someone say, please show me a glory. Please show me a glory. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You know, it starts in prayer. It starts in our prayer. I love this. In Ephesians 3.20, it says, now, sorry, now to him who is able to do exceedingly, listen to this, now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think. Think about that for a second. That's wild. According to the power that works in us. See, the, 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 the fullness of the experience begins with how we pray. It begins with how we pray. He is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above anything we can ask or think. It begins with how we pray. The fullness, you know, we're talking, we're talking big here. There's no limit to it. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above anything that we can ask or think. So what that, what that tells me is that our prayers need to be crazy. <coughs> our, prayers, our prayers need to be crazy. Has anyone ever held back while you're praying? You know, like you, you're kind of like, oh, you know, I'm not real sure. Like, and you, you kind of like pull back a little bit. Stop pulling back. Just go crazy. Go crazy. Amen. Someone tell, tell the person next to you, say, go crazy while you're praying. 
Pray crazy prayers. Pray crazy prayers. You understand what I mean by that? Sometimes you, you know what your prayer, all, you, all your prayer needs to be is this. Surprise me, God. Surprise me. Because he's able to do exceedingly abundantly abundantly anything we could ask or think. So there's nothing, there's nothing you can conjure up in your head big enough that he can't do. How good is the, our holy prayer language? <laughs> That's what this is for. So we can pray big prayers. But you know what? Say, God, surprise me. Amen? That's good. I'm going to burn through these last couple of points. You ready? So the second thing is, is this. Identify you carry the glory of God. Say, I carry the glory of God. Exodus 34. We're going through this. This is still the experience of Moses. Verse 5. Now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and, procla- and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And this is what happens when, when, he par- when, it, when, it, when that glory came past. All right, you ready? And the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression of sin, by no means clearing the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generations. So in this moment, God is describing himself to uh, to, to Moses. He is describing himself to Moses. So remember he's, remember that, that request, please show me your glory, that audacious request that Moses got, please show me your glory. Remember God's response, I will make my goodness pass before you. And what passes before Moses? Mercy, grace, long-suffering, goodness, truth, forgiveness, love. Sound familiar? What does it sound like? Fruits of the Spirit. What do we got on the inside of us? The fruits of the Spirit. Amen. Galatians 5.22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Amen. So what the Father said said to Moses is a direct parallel to the fruits of the Spirit, which we possess given to us by the Spirit of the living God who we received when we said yes to Jesus. Amen? So we carry the glory. We literally carry the glory. It's, it's in us. You can't escape it. You got Jesus, you can't escape the glory. It's in you. Some say it's in me. You know, what did Moses... What did this, you know, this, this experience Moses had do? What did it do to him? Look at this. Exodus 34, 29. Now it was so when Moses came down from the Mount Sinai, you know, with the two tablets, that Moses did not know that the skin on his face shone while he, talk, while, while we, he talked with him. What happened? He turned to light. He shone. How good is that? He shone. See, this is what the glory does. 
It causes us to shine. Someone say, I shine. Isaiah 60 verse 1. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. We're singing that prophetically this morning. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you. But check this out. We have, I'm, I'm just burning through this for the sake of time that we've got left. We have in our possession a greater degree of glory than Moses did. Look at this, 2 Corinthians 3, verse 7 and 8. But if the ministry of death written, in, written in, and engraved on stones was glorious so that the children of Israel could not look stead, steadily at the face of Moses because of the glory of his countenance, which glory was passing away, how will the ministry of the Spirit not be more glorious? We have a greater degree of the glory than Moses did. Amen? Because we have the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, on the inside of you, on the inside of us. How good is that? It's amazing. So we've got no excuses. We've got no excuses to shine. Amen? We've got no excuses to shine. <sighs> Praise the Lord. We've got no excuses to shine. The letter written on our hearts by the Spirit of the living God has attached to it a greater degree of glory than the glory that was attached to Moses when he came off the mountain. Amen? So what's the greater glory? Our glory is to live, to manifest the goodness of God. That's our glory. See, that's the overflow. To live, to manifest. To live, to manifest the goodness of God. And we've got no excuses. Why? Because we've got the fruits of the Spirit. That's the glory of God. That's the goodness of God. Amen? So we need to shine. Is that right? We need to shine. Praise the Lord. Someone say, I'm going to shine. Amen? I'm going to shine. Yeah, and just real quick. The lip, you know what the litmus test for this stuff is? How well we honour people. How well we honour people. How do you shine? It's tested by how well we honour people. Amen? Amen? We just got to honour. Honour people. Live a life of humility. You know? It's, it's a really great way. You, you, you decide, you know, to live a life of, of humility as a value. Like you just make a decision to do it. You don't have to concentrate on it, okay? You just decide to live a life of humility, all right? And straight away, your focus will be on others. Instantly, your focus will be on others. Amen? That's how Jesus lived his life. He, just, he lived a life of humility. He washed people's feet. The Son of God. 
He just thought about people. He just thought about how am I going to honour this person, how am I going to pull the best out of this person, how am I going to you know, show this person the, you know, how God sees them. Didn't settle for anything else. He just lived a life of humility. See, a, life, a humble life, living a life of humility, you know, is shown by just seeing the value in others. It correlates and, and, and basically runs parallel with honour. Amen? Honour is just loving other people. Amen? Praise the Lord. We'll finish there. We'll finish there. Focus on others. You know, it's, it's, you know the thing about it, it, it is literally... It is literally something you don't have to think about. Humility flows naturally. You know? If it doesn't flow naturally, then you, what you're doing is you're thinking about self. If it's something that you have to, you know, you have to concentrate on doing, then it's, it's not something that's external. It's, it's you're looking in. Does that make sense? It flows naturally inside so of honour. If we just... Focus on other people. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Let your light shine. Amen. Amen. We'll bless you guys. We're going to um, hand over to Sam. He's going to wrap things up for us. Hopefully you got something out of that this morning.